Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The Hunter Biden, Joe Biden pay to play scheme, whatever you want to call it, is exactly what we thought it really was. We get more confirmation of that yesterday. It's Friday. That also means our best and worst takes of the week. I'm Andrew Coppins. He's Pat Oni, and this is Critical Thinking. <laughs> All right. So, Mr. Padoni, normally we would dive right into the best and worst takes of the week, but uh, we had a couple of significant stories happen yesterday, one of which allegedly or reportedly um, or truthfully <laughs> um, turns out to be something they were going to wait to bury another story. Right. So we get the word yesterday that the the submersible, the submarine um, that carried, what was it, five people? Um, the tourists to the Titanic. Um, they signed up for what they were, they knew exactly what they were getting into. They signed up for this. They signed the waivers. They knew exactly what they were getting into. But it turns out that, uh, yes, they are all perished in a horrific incident, um, an implosion of the submersible. And what that means is the the pressure and the air um, collapsed the vessel in about a millisecond. So they felt no pain, which is also good news, right? It wasn't like they were starved of oxygen and choked themselves to death. But as that information comes out, about an hour later, the Wa Wall Street Journal, the Washington Post, yeah, right, like they would report this as the truth. But the uh, Wall Street Journal reports that the United States Navy had picked up a like sonic boom, if you will, because they had mics where they're attempting to catch, um, you know, enemy submarines and things like that all throughout the Atlantic floor. On Sunday. So the implosion happened on Sunday. The Magellan. As Dan Crenshaw, the a congressman from Texas, pointed out, 
the Magellan um, like remote operated vehicle, the Rove, um, never deployed at all while they were telling us a completely different story. The Navy knew they were dead. The Department of Defense knew it. The President of the United States of America knew these people were all dead. And they allowed this story to continue on conveniently until they found the wreckage. Is the wreckage the important part of this story? No. 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 The important part of this story is that um, what happened about three hours before the magical, well, we found the wreckage moment. The release from the House Oversight Committee, right, of the IRS whistleblower testimony. And I don't want to dive too deep into this because, number one, it's a Friday. But number two, here's the rule on all of this. I don't give a rip. I mean, I do. But I don't really want to care about it until the House Oversight Committee puts one of its members in front of the House of Representatives and puts up impeachment charges for Merrick Garland, for Joseph Marionette Biden, for Bill Barr, although you can't for Bill Barr, but you could charge him, um, for Christopher Ray. Those three people deserve impeachment because what we find out from all of this is everything that we assumed to have been true about the Hunter Biden, Joe Biden pay-to-play scheme, right? was 100% true. But what we found to be kind of newer information is just how deeply ingrained the protection racket is around these this Biden crime family. Stonewalling, refusing, they shopped these charges around to different jurisdictions because they were able to do so because these were federal crimes. Happening in multiple states, apparently. They stonewalled all of that. They sat on true information, didn't give it to the investigators who were investigating the totality of all of this. We all know about the FBI side of this. We all know about the corruption. We all know that this is what was going on. And they were attempting to get him on $2.8 million of tax evasion, by the way. That's right. $2.8 million of foreign earnings in which he never even bothered to let the IRS know, oh, by the way, I have that. And it, but it wasn't $2.8 million in funds. It was $8.9 million that he had made, of which he would have owed $2.8 million in taxes. None of that is all that shocking to me. And frankly, I don't think we have any need to care about it until, like I said, Joe Biden, Merrick Garland, Christopher Ray. Those three people are impeached and removed from office. If you don't have the stones to do it, none of this matters. It does not matter. The, the reality is, we live in an absolute banana republic, but if you want your real republic back, 
You're going to have to take the office seriously. We're going to have to demand action. Now, ironically, on this same day, Lauren Bobert goes down on the in the the um, House floor and brings investigatory impeachment uh, inquiries against Joe Biden for the southern border. As if that's the thing that really matters in all of this. As if that's the thing that, you know what, the Democrats are just going to, you know, we're going to convict him of his dereliction of duty. They're right that he is derelict of duty. They are right that Alejandro Mayorkas, the uh, the um, head of uh, DHS, is absolutely been derelict in his duty. They're They're correct. But again, this is your priority. This is the thing that gets you over the finish line. Uh-uh. Maybe with Mayorkas, maybe you might be able to pull a Joe Manchin or a Kirsten Cinema, especially Cinema, because she is from a border state, right? But where is this going to go? What are you doing? The I I don't get it. I I, I just. I just don't. And then we get the news that they buried this story about the submersibles implosion. Knowing that this information was coming out on Thursday, right? To do what? Bury it, right? The oldest political trick in the in the book. Mm. The dirtiest political trick in the book, of course, right? Look like look at the shiny thing over here instead. Yep. Yep. Because why? CNN went wall-to-wall coverage like they did with uh, what the hell was that Malaysian airliner, right? The the missing MH whatever, where they went like balls to the wall, 24-7 coverage of it for like months yeah. on end. I remember that story. Meanwhile, we get the uh, media doing their usual lapdogging. And I will give I will give credit to i believe it was nbc news i'll have to double check it was one of the three major networks at their nightly news newscast i believe it was nbc news shockingly enough that actually mentioned the house oversight committee and the release of the irs whistleblower testimony so i will give them credit for that but by and large if you went to the Chicago Tribune website, the New York Times, the Washington Post, on and on and on, CNN.com, other than maybe Fox News or the Daily Wire, right? Would you have seen or known that this testimony exists? Probably no. not. Probably the, not. The because protection I, I, racket is so strong. Yeah. I got updates from both Fox News and the Daily Wire on that story yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing else. And now my question would be on the other side, if the shoe was on the other foot, would they cover it? We know that they would, because why? They've been covering all of the Donald Trump, uh, Mar-a-Lago, you know, president, uh, Presidential Records Act stuff. They've been covering it and covering it hard. So all of this is to say, I'm not getting into the details of what the IRS whistleblower is alleging. You can look for yourself. Um, Greg Price is a really good person on this. Sean Davis over at The Federalist has been really quality um, in putting together some of the snippets. Julie Kelly, um, another really great Twitter follow. Um, So go take a look at those individuals. You can find the information for yourself. We're not going to deep dive into it. And frankly, I wouldn't give it a I wouldn't give it a toss unless you want to do something about 
pressuring your congressperson. That's my message. Pressure them to go after, to begin the impeachment process. Because guess what? You can you can have the investigatory impeachment process beginning like with Lauren Boebert and, and bringing that to the floor, right? That's going back to committee. But the committee, the, the oversight committee has already been giving this information. You can actually proceed with real charges based off of this information. So call your congressperson, write them, email them, do whatever you have to do. But that but that's really the only thing. Pressure them. And then just simply ask them what are they willing to do about the information that shows not just corruption, but violations of major US law. And that we have a president who is subject to foreign influence. We have a president who is subject to the Chinese Communist Party's influence. We're not even talking about some rando businessman in China. No, 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 no. We're talking about people who are connected to the defense minister and and the chairman, a.k.a. Xi Jinping himself. So what are you willing to do to Congress and to yourself? Think about those things. All right. With that being said, let's get back into our traditional um, best and worst takes of the week. Of course, we're going to crown a brand new Richard of the week. All of that wonderful goodness. I say we start with our worst takes of the week. And Pat, you want to go with yours first? Sure. All right. Your worst take. My worst take is going to be from Colin Kaepernick. So apparently he uh, he wrote a book, and uh, is it a in that book, book? Uh, I I don't know. I I I haven't actually like looked in the book to figure that out. I mean, I my guess is it's some kind of pop up coloring book. I I don't know. It, that that would just be my guess. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the, the book is apparently about. Um, the uh, black liberation wasn't possible under uh, capitalism. And um, yeah, and it, it was also, I guess, um, his new book of Marxist writings was edited by Mar- Marxist because of said black liberation wasn't possible under uh, capitalism. So um, I, I'm just I'm just curious. Um, and by the way, if you're wondering, um, the title of the book is Our History Has Always Been Contraband in Defense of Black Studies. My, my thing is this. Um, how did Colin Kaepernick make his living again? Playing in the NFL. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and then getting a $100 million contract from Nike. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, aren't, aren't, aren't those... Um, Capitalistic ways of earning money. And he's black. And yet he continues to have his head up his ass. Yeah, writing, I've long admired Kianga and Robin's work, as well as their uncompromising political analysis and understanding that black liberation simply is impossible under capitalism. Kaepernick said of his fellow editors. I think the anthology makes this argument quite well, and I hope it challenges readers to see that racism is not white supremacy's only ingredient. 
White supremacy persists in part because of its relationship with capitalism, heteropatriarchy, ableism, and so on. Yeah. Look, you're entitled to your opinion, however bullshit I think it is. You are absolutely entitled to it. But... Question for you, Pat. Mm-hmm. Are they charging for this book? Yes, they are. Yeah, it's something like twenty five ninety nine for the book, right? Uh huh. Yes, they are. Yep. I, I, Your ability to spew this yeah. garbage, right? Your ability mm-hmm. to do all of this is because of your ability to use capitalism. To make lots and lots and lots of money. Right? It's $52 for a hardcover, by the way. $52 for a hardcover. Who? who, Whom is going to pay that? I mean, last time I checked, right? Your black black people are so oppressed, Colin Kaepernick, right? That they can't afford a $52 book. And, And furthermore, under Marxism... What you doing making any money? This should be just given away and, you know, uh, put into every library in black neighborhoods, right? For free. You've, you've literally told us that you want to use capitalism to further your black liberation ideology, which, fine, go ahead and try that. Because I believe in the, a marketplace of ideas, and I also believe in free markets, if people want to consume that garbage, let them. But the other side of the coin of their liberation theology and their liberation, now use that because you talk about capitalism, heteropatriarchy, ableism. It's all the word salad of the woke, right? It's the religion of the woke right here. Mm-hmm. Yet you are still using capitalism. Mm-hmm. Put your money where your mouth is, you flaming hypocrite. Well, what am I supposed to do? We live in a cat. Oh, so you're willing to use capitalism for your own personal benefit, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you would rather overthrow capitalism for Marxism, but you're really unwilling to do that overthrowing and do the hard work of overthrowing capitalism if you really believe in it. Yeah. That's my problem with Colin Kaepernick. He talks and talks and talks. He don't walk no walk. None. Sitting there writing a book is not walking any walk, my friend. There's a reason why he's not back to playing in the NFL. And there's probably people inside the NFL that believe all of this, and that's fine. I don't care. Again, believe what you want to believe, but I also get to believe what I want to believe, and you can't force me into anything. Well, and whether they believe it or not in the NFL, no one wants this distraction in the locker room. Nobody. All right. So, you know how I talked about the office of the president of the United States, Pat? Yes. Well, a former president of the United States spoke to CNN's Christian Amanpour I'm going to let that sink in uh-huh. <clears throat> about um, 
respecting the office of the United States of America's president. Um, just listen to this. I'll ask you then a follow-up on that, because what happens if Donald Trump wins again? It's said that the institutional guardrails of American democracy yeah. were strong enough to survive a, one, a one-term presidency. Are they strong enough to survive if that kind of person personality wins again? I won't, step, uh, I won't speculate on the outcome of a future election. Uh, obviously, I'm a Democrat. I've got a deep uh, I mean the interest in the outcome. It, but but I'll, I'll make a general statement, mm-hmm. which is having been president of the United States, you need a president who takes the oath of office seriously. You need a president who believes not just in the uh, letter, but in the spirit of democracy. And the, the essential spirit of democracy is that as president of the United States, you are just one representative of the people in a series of co-equal branches. There are checks and balances to the system. You are subject to those checks and balances. Uh, you cannot ignore them. You cannot make your own rules. Uh, you cannot view uh, the Justice Department as your personal law firm. Uh, you cannot. Uh, I, 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 there's another minute of this and I just can't. I just can't. Because who is he think he's talking about, right? Who, whom are we supposed to believe is this this mythical individual, right? It's Donald John Trump, right? That that's who. Like this is the person in which, um, if you elect him, will kill all of this, right? Right. Got a question for you, Pat. Mm-hmm. Does he understand what Joe Biden has been doing? Because we literally, as this interview is coming out, we see people inside the FBI, people inside the Department of Justice, giving heads up to Joseph Marionette Biden and his crack whore son, Hunter Biden, that um, they're about to be raided. How does that happen? If you believe in the separation of powers or not using the office to personal benefit or more importantly, not using the Department of Justice as your personal law firm, it is literally what Joe Biden is doing. He is literally using the Department of Justice, the FBI, the other apparatuses within that structure, right? As his personal law firm. It's his protection racket, right? This is. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. He 
it's like the DOJ has become the mob lawyers, right? You know, the, the mob lawyer for John Gotti, right? Where he's the untouchable. How the hell is he untouchable? It's because they've got their tentacles, their fingers, or whatever analogy you want to use in every aspect of law enforcement. The Biden crime family literally has been doing this. But my my thing is, does Obama even take what he's saying seriously? Because no, it's just word salad, right? Because you you could even look at his presidency and make the argument you didn't do this as president either. Lois Lerner, anybody? So, yeah, I mean, like, so who, so who, who, who are you talking about that will take the oath of office seriously now? Because clearly. I will give Joe him Biden's credit. Not. He understands the basic civic idea, right? The civics of it. Right. right? Sure. He understands that. But that ain't the game that's been played for a very long time. And I would love to get back to that point. But Joe Biden, or excuse me, Donald Trump, ain't the only one doing that. You are making an argument against your own party's president right now you're making the argument against both sides of the coin by the way if you will to use all the analogies that i possibly can in less than three minutes but i don't think he believes a damn word he said he literally is making the case against his own vice president right the guy that he entrusted for eight years to be his vice president he is making the case against him on national television and I don't even think he recognizes it. But that's why it's my worst take. Because, well, it's really twofold. Number one, because he's literally making that case against Joe Biden. And then number two, he's saying the right things, but never practiced them. All right. With that out of the way, Pat, do you want to go ahead and play a little bit of the B or not the B? Oh, we must play the B or not the B today. Must we will? Yes, must we will. Today's headline. Biden dons feathered headdress to welcome Indian prime minister. Biden dons feathered headdress to welcome Indian prime minister. Is this the B or not the B? And while you're thinking about that, Andrew Coppins, folks, it's Friday. It's the weekend. Get you some coffee brand coffee and enjoy your weekend. Um, it, especially if you are uh, looking forward to a Saturday uh, watching ball games or uh, you know going camping and, and getting up early in the morning and enjoying some family time, you, you need that pick me up. So go to coffeebrandcoffee.com, find a flavor that you know you like, find a flavor that you've always wanted to try, get both. Now as you check out, use the promo code Critical Thinking and you'll get five percent off your purchase. That's coffeebrandcoffee.com, promo code critical thinking at checkout, and you'll get 5% off your purchase today. Okay, Biden dons feathered headdress to welcome Indian prime minister. Is this the B or not the B? So I I, I know what this is in reference to. So uh -huh. this is going to be the Babylon B for me. So we win $100 of central bank digital currency transferred from Dominic Izzo's account by the way, because he's so successful at MLM, um, and it's totally not a Ponzi scheme, right? Totally not. Totally not. Uh, yeah. But anyway, um, because this is a take in a riff off of Joe Joe Biden not, not recognizing the national anthem of India, the country, and putting his hand over his heart 
as the Indian national anthem is being played at a state visit. And then he recognizes like halfway through and then slowly, like robotically moves his hand off of his heart. (laughs) At that point, just keep your hand over your heart, my friend. Like, I, I, I mean, anyway, yeah, just what the F we, I, I, I'm firmly in the camp and this is my critical thought of the day. I'm firmly in the camp of, we deserve everything we're getting and probably more. <laughs> probably. I don't care if they rigged the election, stole the election based off of how they um, put together the election. We're still deserving of that because this guy is an absolute dementia riddled idiot. Now, he was not smart prior to the onset of dementia. Right. Very not smart. Okay. With that being said, um, I think it's also time for us to crown a brand new Richard of the Week. Yee-haw. All right. So normally we've got a bunch of nominees and we're trying to pick and choose between them. Um, This one is very simple, and I'm just gonna let the video explain itself. When they got here, they discovered someone had died and also found that several people were hiding children in a back room. Tonight, four children less than 10 years old are in DCF custody after authorities and public officials say they were found in an apartment with six cross-dressing men, sex toys, drugs, and alcohol. Firefighters discovered them after one of those adults died at the apartment. It was obviously sickening, you know, to, to hear from those that were there at the scene describing what they saw um, and the actions of the adults that were in the room. City, the apartment was in extreme unsanitary conditions. All adult parties were being uncooperative and denied having children in the apartment. Drugs, alcohol, drug paraphernalia, sex toys, etc. cetera. Uh, and so they were concerned. They had reached out to me just to make sure that it didn't get swept under the rug. The governor says DCF is now involved in investigating. Just heartbreaking, terrible situation. DCF has taken those children into its care and, and custody right now. Uh, and look, this is not about them being trans or cross-dressers or whatever. This is about adults and their responsibility to children. Period. Just as I said with the the um, story out of Atlanta in which this gay couple adopted children time after time only to use them as personal sex dolls, if you will. That's another thing. There are straight couples that will do this, right? Mm-hmm. It's not, not their sexual proclivity per se. It's not their or sexual preference uh, between each other that matters. It's their treatment of children. The most vulnerable of our society. You sick bastards deserve to rot in hell. And with that, 
Yeah, we don't even need to. We don't even need to go through the the rest of the number because this was the clear winner. Um, you know, I saw this and just went, "What the hell?" Mm -hmm. And had the same thoughts you did, and it was just. It's like how 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 does this even happen to begin with? And they they deserve to be rotting in the seventh circle of hell. Now, for a palate cleanser, I suggest we end with our best takes of the week, and I will go first with my best take of the week. This comes from Riley Gaines, the former University of Kentucky female swimmer who has stood up against the tranny madness in the NCAA. Uh, arena and um yeah let's just uh the the hilarity of this you don't some that believe are that a biological male has a physical advantage in sports over a biological female not as a, a definitive statement give me an example well no i i don't think how how, how many female members of the nba do you see well, I can say that, you know, there's been this news article about men that think that they could beat Serena Williams in tennis, right? That they think that they could actually score a point on her. Um, and it's just not the case. She is stronger Gaines, than that. What's your experience, Ben? Male, female. Both Serena and Venus lost to the 203rd ranked male tennis player, which they're phenoms for women. Um, my experience, my husband, he swam at University of Kentucky as well in terms of accolades and in terms of National ranking, I was a much better swimmer than him. Um, he could kick my butt any day of the week without trying. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, you're dead wrong. Uh, Venus and Serena both got their ass handed to them by people who can't even play when it comes to Grand Slams on the men's side of the tournament bracket. So congratulations. And people always point to the Billie Jean King versus uh, what's-his-nuts uh, um, back in the seventies, remember that? Well, you we weren't both alive, but remember the, you know, it broke all sorts of the barriers, right? Well, except for Billie Jean King was in her prime, right? And then she mm -hmm. beat up on a sixty-five-year-old dude, and barely won, by the way. Okay, congratulations. Mm -hmm. But in their prime, that dude would have kicked her ass. Just as we watched again, we watched a literal team of the United States women's national team lose 12, nothing on in a seven versus seven international tournament. Okay. Versus a team from the wait for this. One, two, three, fourth division. Now they were in the fifth, fourth division of English football populated by maybe two or three of current players but a bunch of people over the age of 40. They couldn't score a goal, lost 12 to nothing. Yeah. And oh, by the way, the women's national team in route to winning a World Cup lost to FC Dallas's U15 team in a competitive friendly warm-up match for said World Cup. Also, unable to score a goal. I don't do that to mock them. I don't do that to deride them. I do that 
so that you and everybody else can recognize they're different. There's not take that does not take away from their accomplishments of winning World Cups and being the best of the best of whom they are. It is in recognition that there are differences. Now, do I know that um, you know that there are women's teams or girls' teams that could beat boys' teams? Absolutely, absolutely could exist. But when you get to real competitive levels of sporting, the physiological differences matter. There ain't no Brittany Griner versus Giannis Antetokounmpo, right? Ask me who wins one on one. It ain't uh, there, Brittany Griner. It's not even a question. Sue Bird versus Sue Bird versus Larry Bird. I bet you Larry Bird hangs, and he's like seventy. The point is that at that level, right? Let's say you've got the best of the best, and you've got the worst of the worst of the male side. You know, and I, I always tell this story. Um, we played at very high level in high school. My high school was very, very good at soccer, okay? When we would go to some of the worst teams in our league, Pat, our JV started. We didn't want to embarrass them. And more often than not, we were winning five, six, seven, eight, nothing with our starting JV squad playing the entirety of that match. It happened on a few occasions while I was part of those teams. That's just the reality. There's a different level of competitiveness. And when you put the level of competitiveness on the same playing field, where are we at? That, again, it does not take away the accomplishments of actual females. This is the point of the entire issue that is in front of the Senate, right? The entire issue is that you are taking opportunity from females to be the best of their sex. And you are allowing men to not just occupy the space, but dominate the space. We watched as a person who was one of the worst male track athletes in D1 transition, right, to female, quote-unquote, go to a D2 school and shatter all sorts of NCAA records for females in track. When we look at the best women at the 100-meter level, right, they they would be about halfway down the 100 meters. They'd be about 50 meters behind the men as they finish the race. Not the, the fastest woman to have ever run the 100 meters wouldn't even qualify for the finals of the men's. What are we like? What are we doing here? Can we can what we we, we can't agree that women deserve a place in which they are competitive against each other and we can celebrate that? I don't understand. I really don't. <sighs> but it's my best take of the week because it's literally looking that idiotic ideology in the face and saying, oh, 
Hell no, you ain't going to lie to me like that. And don't come to me and tell me my experience doesn't matter, right? We're told from that side, right, from the, the gender ideology, woke, you know, religion side, right, that your truth matters and that your experience trumps art of, uh, you know, objective fact, right? We're told that all the time. No. My my lived experience also is objective fact because we're watching as Leah Thomas or whatever the hell her real name is. William. Um, William? Yeah. Yeah, William Thomas. That's right. Yeah, Le- Liam, William. Yeah, sure. Yep. Um, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Thomas took Riley Gaines and other females' opportunity away from them. Literally, the NCAA made Leah Thomas stand on the podium while Riley Gaines, who tied Leah Thomas, by the way, <clears throat> stood behind the curtain. Didn't get honored. Nah. Nah. Not going not gonna to fly, and you're not going to lie, right? You want to have this debate? You want to have it? Let's have it out. But we're going to have it out honestly, and you ain't going to lie to me. You ain't going to tell me that people line up to beat Serena and Venus. Yeah, okay, maybe you and I, Pat, wouldn't beat Serena and Venus. But we aren't on that level. I haven't picked uh, up a tennis racket since I was like 16. I've picked up a tennis racket never. Yeah, I don't I don't imagine you would be any good at tennis uh, for for a few reasons. <laughs> One very I mean, key. I played, I played sports, don't get me wrong. I played basketball, I wrestled, I you know, I I've, I've done a lot of those things. Um, tennis wasn't one of them. Yeah, yeah, and, and nor should it have been. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good God! Uh, now I love I love tennis because it is really just a great. It is hand eye coordination. It's endurance. It's speed. It's power. It's kind of everything rolled into one, if you will, at the highest of levels, right? Um, so it you know it's kind of fun to watch, and same with pickleball, by the way. It, it's, you know, kind of the miniature version of, of tennis, but then we will uh, see like Andy Roddick and all these guys, you know, playing um, after they retire uh, from from uh, regular tennis. It's kind of fun. I would rather play pickleball than tennis personally. Mm-hmm. All right. So with that being said, Pat, it is time for your best take of the week. Uh, I, I just want to be clear on this, too. As I, I as I get into this, I think you had by far the best take of the week. You just stole it before I could get to it. <laughs> it's along clear, the same lines though right it is along the same lines this comes from jk rowling ironically um she says in her tweet cis is ideological language signifying belief in the unfallible concept of gender identity you have a perfect right to believe in unprovable essence that may or may not match the sex body, but the rest of us have the right to disagree and refuse to adopt your jargon. Amen. Amen. I, what the I, hell I, is this anyway? Like I've never understood that cisgender. Oh, so I, so I've been, I've actually been called a cisgendered white man before. Yeah. And I would tell them to take a flying leap. Well, I, I, I more or less did. And it, basically it was one of those things of, well, you, you, you're, 
you're you chose to be a male no i didn't i was mm-hmm. born this way um i, I mean granted born. i like being a guy don't get me wrong but it's 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 meant it's almost meant as this like insult in in, in many respects i'm like guys just call me a, a guy call me a male like th- there is no cis i'm a man mm-hmm. that's it that's that, that's how it is for everybody else you can pretend you can play pretend and do whatever the hell you want you can dress and drag and do whatever the hell you want mm-hmm. as long as you're by the way as long as you're of age just just to clarify but that doesn't mean i have to accept that view mm-hmm. that doesn't mean i have to accept the lie that you are living and this is why, and this is, by the way, I think this is how you fight this whole trans ideology bullshit. Yeah, no, saying, we're just no, not. No, I don't accept this. Yeah, no, yeah. it's just that simple. No. Yeah. Nope. All right, folks. With all that having been said, Pat, your final thoughts on this week. <sighs> don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And don't get caught putting your hand on your heart for the wrong national anthem. Yes. Please be smarter. Please be safer. Please be kinder. Make sure you eat all of your meals this weekend. And as always, Matthew 547.